Hello there ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast it's the Darkest Timeline. So, what have we got for you this week? It's a late night podcast. Maybe you should watch or listen to this in the dark, because it was recorded late at night. The spooky time of night. Um, Exhaustion, that's in there, no surprises. Uh, Trying to be a good dad. Um... Getting scammed. Movies. No TV, I'm afraid. Computer games, though. And a trip to the cinema for something special. All that and more to follow, so stay tuned for that. Before we get started, please do consider like, share, subscribe, and comment. Leave us a review where you can leave a review and share the podcast around. Right, enough of that. Let's get cracking. Here we go. This is CookieCast, The Darkest Timeline. I decided to lean into it. I'm going, I'm going um, spookier. That might be the word. Spookier with the opening. Um, because obviously, you know, it's August at this point. At the time of recording, it's August. So, you know, we have to talk about Halloween. Rather than talking about that other thing. Um, so, could be a new record. Could be a new record. At time of recording, 25 to 11. Now I know what you're thinking. Why? We'll get to that. Uh, One of those weeks where when I opened the list to look at said list, to look back at the last week, I went, was that only a week ago? Because that feels like a million years ago. Um, my new challenge, my new personal challenge, my new personal goal <coughs> is to not spend money. I realized recently that I sound one of the, I sound like one of those like shopping addicts, shopaholic type people, and I'm like, oh my god, you know. I only went out for some bread and I came out with a Porsche. Um, it, it, it's really not like that. Let me clarify. If you rewind... Where are I? Um, six months ago. Um... Had had what what could be considered a financial knock, um, and that financial knock has had a long lasting effect. Um, whereas previously, year after year after year, it's been a situation where um, certain times a year put you right. Um, I have, um, December, um, March, is it? And then there's a couple of other points, um, 
where, you know, you just write the boat. You just, you know, you correct. Um, this year, this year it's been literally the opposite. So, um, week on week, month on month, financially, things are worse. Um, so when you start at, you know, point A, things are bad. When you get to point B, things are worse. When you get to point C, you're like, am I, am I going to be able to eat, you know? And yes, that's a slight exaggeration, but it's things like, things go hand in hand. So when computer games went astronomically through the roof, I don't, I honestly do not know how anybody affords to buy new computer games. And my finances were going firmly in reverse. That was the first thing to go. Okay, cool. I no longer buy new computer games. Um, where previously it was a case of, oh, you know, little payday treat buy a coffee um, within you know two or three months it's like payday treat it, let's just move on shall we you know um, oh let's go out and do this or no I'll take the children and do that or let's go to Greg's and get a sausage roll each of these individual things are the things that I've had to go. Which brought me to last Wednesday. So Wednesday I have uh, the younger two all day. And I was like, okay, what can we do? Because we can't go out of the house. Going out of the house costs money. And this is what, this is what I'm talking about, you know. I sound like, you know, I've got some kind of strange addiction, some kind of whatever. But I'll give you an example. Um, I had to kill time with the younger two on Saturday for literally an hour. Four new books later. And I'm like, what just happened? It's that. Now, again... Well, you know, you could just not buy books. So, it's a bigger story. The bigger story is, me and my daughter, youngest daughter, got into a bit of a to-do over the fact that every time she brings me a book, like, oh, you know, this is my bedtime story. She brings me it, she shows me it, and I go, oh, please, not that one. But it's every book she brings me. And I'm like, she's like, oh, guess which book I've brought? And I'm like, it better not be this one. And it better not be that one. And it better not be the other one. And she's like, it's none of those. It's this one. And I'm like, and not that one either. So, had an hour to kill. I was like, let's walk into town. I was like, oh, where do you want to go in, go in town? Oh, let's go to the uh, bookshop. I'm like, eh, that's going to be a problem. Because you need some new books. And I can't afford buy you new books so as we know in a situation like this in any given situation like this she got new books and my son i'm like hey do you want this car 
it was it was it was on it was on sale and it was already cheap. I was like, "Hey, do you want this car?" And he was like, "Meh, meh." I'm like, "Car, car." And he's like, "Hmm, eh." I was like, "Well, fine, don't have it." So I turned to my daughter. I was like, "Right, you're getting three bucks. He's getting nothing." And as we turned to head to the till, I was like, "Oh, oh no." There's a book that he's absolutely going to love. I picked it up and showed it to him, and he went mental. And I was like, right, looks like we're getting four books. Okay, there we go, let's leave. It's stuff like that. I am, I am a sucker for it. And it's a simple thing that years ago, years and years and years and years ago, I used to have shopping issues many years before there was you know children there was this thing called disposable income Um, and what I did with that disposable income was dispose of it as fast as humanly possible so when children came along I was like well I can't do anything now I can't buy anything now because I can't I can't buy stuff because I've got children and I need to keep my money and I can't you know and then I went hang on a minute if I buy the child something that's a good thing so yeah I realized I could offset the uh, the spending um, onto the child and then children and then more children and then it was like oh no what have I done and the more I talk, the more I realise that maybe I do have a spending problem. Anyway, let's move on real quick. So, my new challenge. My new challenge is to spend no money. So, Wednesday, I'm like, right, where can we go? So, um, we're still, at this point in time, we're still in the summer holidays. In a way, it doesn't feel like it. Um, that will sound strange if you are a parent currently dealing with um, summer holiday type things. I, I spoke to another parent today, and they were like, when is it ever going to end? I'm like, eh. Uh, the moment we're in summer holidays. So because of that, we've been in various places, and I love the places that do the Hey, you gave us almost no money for a ticket to enter our establishment. That ticket is now valid for a year. And I'm like, cool. We will be here every day. Um, and honestly, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. That's kind of how it is. I'm pretty sure that most of my children got sick to the back teeth of going to certain places like a year ago, because we went there once and we got an annual ticket. And then it was like, right, we're going to go here every day. Um, so I went through all the uh, like annual tickets and I was like, ah, oh, we can go to this place. And, they, and it was literally like, we can go to this place because they've got a park. Um, so we went to said place. I was like, cool, we'll go here, it's got a park. Uh, and we got a free ticket. And we got there and I was like, I'm not going to go and get a coffee. 
because the coffee is really expensive. Like, really expensive. It's very much one of those places where, like, oh, we've got you here now. Uh, now we're going to um, take all of your money. Um, so, I set the task of not spending a penny all day. And I succeeded in my task. Got up. Got out of the house. I'm trying to think what we did in the morning. I'm sure. We went somewhere in the morning. That's why it was more of an achievement. Because we'd not just been to one place. We did go somewhere. That's just annoying because I have absolutely no idea. This is what I was saying, like, was it only a week ago? Wasn't That wasn't even a week ago. We went... Honestly, I can't tell you. Did, it, did we... Did we... I mean, this is absolute... This is just podcast gold, quite frankly. Let's move on. Let's just say, we went out of the house twice, I didn't spend a penny, I considered it to be a victory, and I was rewarded by then offsetting it by going out on Saturday and having to spend money. Um, On the flip side, I haven't had to read the same story for the last few days, so you know. Um, My son did break his book though. It was a pop-up book. It lasted less than 24 hours before it was no longer a pop-up book. And I was honestly like, a lot of that is my fault. I knew I shouldn't have bought him a pop-up book. So I'm, you know, I'm going to take ownership on that one. But on the set, on the, on the other hand, I'm annoyed that it's got, that it's got broken. So, you know, that's that. Um... Going back to um, Wednesday, uh, 3 o'clock Wednesday afternoon, I was done. I was done for the day. I'm trying to think what the workout situation was. Was it one of those where I got on the treadmill? Like when it ticked over to Wednesday morning, did I get on the treadmill? Possibly. And it's a great idea at the time. You know, you feel you feel hyped. You feel great. You feel like it's the, you're winning. You're winning the day before even going to bed. You are winning. Then you get into bed, completely forgetting that all the like adrenaline and endorphins are running through your system. So then you can't sleep. So, you know, one o'clock comes round and and you're like, I am just eating into my ability to cope tomorrow. And for some reason, thinking that drives you on to still not be able to sleep. Um, I got up, I had the kids, uh, there was this, like I say, there was this situation that I can't remember. We went somewhere. Then we went somewhere else. And 
by that point, I was like, I need to sit down. This place they've got like a big sun pit, and that's part a big part of the reason we go. The the little guys love it. Um, so we go and they're playing the sun pit. But there was the point where I was looking around, and I was like, one child is sat in a hole that they've dug in the sand, and is just just sat. The other child is just sat like literally I, I think i think he had a spade i don't think he was doing anything certainly better than sunday where i found him eating the sand um but i was just like why are we here i feel i felt like we were all just like completely exhausted but i was like i was sat like what do other people do in this situation I'm pretty sure I'd had multiple coffees at that point in time because coffee is my downfall. That's where the money wants to go. The money wants to leave my possession and go to the coffee shop and bring home the coffee. So I was just like drinking coffee after coffee after coffee to try and stop this from happening. Um, as I said before, the more I talk, the more I, I sound like I've got real problems. Um... So, if you're absolutely up to the eyeballs with coffee slash caffeine, you're literally ready for bed. What's the next step? Is it, is it cocaine? Is it cocaine? And amphetamine, uh, yeah, um. But what is the next step? What are you supposed to do at three o'clock in the afternoon when you're like, okay, we are the day is done. We all need to go to bed now. You need to go to bed. I need to go to bed. The day is over. They haven't even had tea. I'm pretty sure the solution ended up being. I can't get the I can't get the times right in my head because I'm sure. There must have been a, a, a sit down and, and watch a movie situation at some point, which is dad code for, oh my god, I need to close my eyes right now. And then you remember that the smallest child is not, you can't do the whole closing your eyes. So you didn't gain anything from the whole situation. Um... It wasn't just um, being what what apparently is a, is a bad parent. Um, I reached a point. I'm sure it was it was the same day or possibly even the next day, where it was just that the sheer thought of having to go and work out was making me tired. Um. In fact, Leanne said to me today, she was like, I don't know how it is you lose so much time. You just seem to, like, float around, not doing the thing that you're supposed to be doing, and time just disappears. And my response was, you could not do the things I do. You can't do 
what I do in a day. Not possible. We'll we'll swap days. You see if you can do what I do. Like, the point being is, to be able to do these things takes X amount of psyching yourself up. You have to take X amount of time out of the day to psych yourself up. So it looks, to the outsider, like a lot of floating around. But at the point in time that she was saying this, I think I was like drinking a coffee whilst complaining that I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing at that time. And that's what sparked the conversation. But I was trying to explain that what I was actually doing was putting all of my energy into psyching myself up to go and do what I needed to do. The point there is that what I needed to do was to go and do a one hour, ten minute workout followed swiftly by 30 minutes on the treadmill whilst simultaneously smashing my face into the flipping TV in the gym trying to get it to connect to the mother flipping internet it's a whole thing at the moment um, in case I've not mentioned it up to this point, in case I've not, you know, brought it up, my internet is god awful. My internet is the absolute worst. And you know when it wasn't? Before my internet provider went, hey, we're going to give you new internet, it's going to be better than what you've got right now. And I went, cool. <coughs> Categorically Worse in every possible, conceivable way. I haven't had what you would consider to be actual internet for quite some time now. Every time I contact them. Uh, You've definitely got the right level of internet for your house. I absolutely haven't, so so that's good. Um, so getting back to it, got a little off track there. Um, so it was either Wednesday, Thursday, possibly both, probably both. Last week, I reached that point. Common theme these days, where I said I just don't want to. I just don't want to. I don't want to go in the gym don't want to work out I am too tired I am exhausted now there's this theory and the theory goes like this if you don't want to work out if you feel unwell if you feel lethargic if you feel tired if you just simply do not want to work out the first and most important thing that you must do is go and work out. Somebody said to me today, do you ever feel like you don't want to do it? And my response was, every single time. They're like, do you ever feel like you don't want to get up in the morning and go for a run? Or go and work out, or 
get on the treadmill or, or do any of the things that you do. And I said, every day. And it's in different degrees. Some days it's like, uh, here we go again. Other days it's like, if I get hit by a bus walking out the front door, it might not be the worst thing in the world. Sometimes it's like, can I find an actual excuse to not do this? Anything, literally anything, just something. And then there are the days where you just want to give everything up. You just want to say, I'll just, I'll just be overweight. I'll just be unhealthy. I'll just die earlier than I'm supposed to. There are those days. So the theory is, you don't give up. What you do is you is you muster absolutely all of your energy, your drive, your determination, and you put it all into just getting in there, just get in the gym, just get the shoes on, just get out of the door, just whatever it is that you do, whatever is your thing, the day you don't want to do it is the number one day that you absolutely should do it. That's the theory. The theory is get it done. You'll feel better for it. That's the theory. And I am here to tell you from experience it's 100% true. Because of so many different reasons. Ultimately, you're overcoming something. Ultimately, you say, I don't want to do this, but I've done it anyway, and I feel better for it. Ultimately, you won. You won. And a win is a win is a win. You put a tick in the win column, you're feeling good. I was listening, I was listening to a podcast at some point that was saying, you know, um, if you press snooze on your alarm, you're starting the day with a loss. Now, admittedly, the podcast I was listening to then went on to say that some people might consider that to be the first win of the day. Uh, and I can see both sides of the argument. Um, whenever you overcome something, it's a win and it will make you feel better. So I got in that gym, lifted those weights. I went, I don't want to do this. An hour later, I was like, I'm really glad I did this. I feel loads better. I feel more, I feel more energized. I feel more energetic. I feel more, I feel better about myself. I feel better just in general. So I was really glad I'd done it. I'm really glad I'd put that time and effort in. Um, try it out. See how you get on. I've been trying to I've been trying to be a better dad. Um I think I mentioned this a little while ago. Um how some of my children experience different experiences of me as a parent. Um which seems strange in some ways. Some of my children are here all the time. Um and I and I, I, I consider that they get the best of me the majority of the time still not all the time i'm i'm not i'm not 
I'm far from perfect. Um, but they do get the best of me the majority of the time. Um, my other children, um, they're also not here all the time. But they're here a lot more of the time. Most of the time. Not true, but... Honestly, it's one of those things. They're out of the house more than I am. So, you know. But, they get the rough with the smooth. More recently, I started to wonder if they were getting a little bit more rough and a little bit less smooth. Um, and I, I had this point in time where I looked at my life, my childhood, and looked at why it was I felt the way I did when I was younger. Um, and I was like, my my whole thing, my whole parenting deal has been largely I don't want my children to have the upbringing I had I don't want my children to experience what I experienced I don't want my children to look at me the way I look looked at or look at my parents so nine times out of ten the way I've done things is look at the way my parent or parents would have done it and basically do the opposite. And so far, it has served me pretty well. So, we get so far, and I, I was like, hmm, stand to think, things may have slipped. So I was like, right, I'm going to make a concerted effort to try and even things out. Give all the children the the better side of me, the better parts of me. Uh, I, I felt I was starting to resemble um, one of my parents a lot more than I should have. So, again, I mustered up all my energy, I mustered up all my um, ability, and I set out to be a better dad. And... It's been it's been a little bit of a double-edged sword. So, on the plus side, being a better dad, better for everybody involved. Ultimately, better. There's there's more laughter. There's more fun. Things feel better. Things feel a, a bit more relaxed. Things feel like less of a chore. All of these are positive things. Um. However flip side has started to reveal a series of other things um my youngest daughter is going through some stuff at the moment um i keep saying to people and i feel like i've been saying it for a while now she's got a lot going on she's got a lot of transition in her life at the moment she's going from being a particular age to being a, a, a particular other age and these two ages are big milestones not necessarily the ages but the the crossing a boundary crossing a threshold going from one institution to another changing like all of these different lessons changing all of these things um all of this change going on in her life and as with any kind of change there's a lot of fallout 
So, um, one of the things at the moment, and this is this is one of those where I'm like, is this a sign that I've not been I've not been a good parent? One of the things at the moment is she doesn't seem to want to talk to me. Not like in general, but if she went out and she came home, the first thing she would do is come and find me if I was at home, and then relay the things that children were like, hey, I saw this thing while I was outside of the house. Cool. Now, because of me, me the way I am, I've got used to that. So when I hear the door go and I'm in a different room doing something, I'm like, oh, any second she'll be here to tell me all the stuff that she's been doing while she's been out of the house. So I, I wait. More recently, I wait and I wait and I wait, and I wait, and I'm like, where is she? And then eventually somebody will turn up, not her, and I'm like, where is the child? Oh, she's in the other room. Why? Mm, she's doing something, or, you know, or even today, my favourite one today, oh, she said she doesn't want to see you. Why? Oh, she doesn't want to tell you something. Uh, what? So, there's been a few things recently, and now I'm like, oh my god, is it is this all fallout? Is this fallout from me taking my foot off the gas from trying to be a good parent? So now I've got all this to deal with. So I'm trying to be like, you know, good dad. And I'm getting faced with... There's been some attitude as well. A little bit of attitude going on. Don't fly in this house, I'm afraid. Um, I got conned recently. I got, I got scammed. Not, not quite like that. Shortest version is I did something really stupid and I've spent the last few days kicking myself because partway through the process I went, hang on a minute, if you were trying to do the, the, the thing where you scam me, this is how you would do it. And then I continued and afterwards was like, you, sir, are an idiot. So, uh, a company, I won't use any names, a company contacted me recently and they said, hey, do you remember a little while ago you did something for us? And I said, yes, sir, Bob. And they said, cool. We'd like you to do it again. And I said, sure, that's fine. And they were like, hey, uh, we're going to sweeten the deal. I was like, oh, hang on a minute. What's going on here? Um, to make this whole process a little bit easier, I'll tell you the industry. It's a computer game company. A computer game company. I did something for them previously. And it was just, it was just a, a freebie. 
They were like, do you want to do this? I said, yes. They said, cool, here you go. And I said, thanks. That was that. So they approached me again. They said, hey, do you remember when you did that thing for us? Yes, I do. It was fine. We'd like you to do it again. I was like, cool. They were like, we're going to sweeten the deal. I was like, okay. I mean, it's, it's already a pretty sweet deal. They're like, yeah, we're going to uh, we're going to give you something free. If you do this for us, we're going to give you something free. I was like, well, I mean, that's amazing. They're like, yeah, not only that, we're going to give you three. I was like, cool. So you want me to do something for you, and ultimately you're going to pay me, not pay me, but you're going to give me free stuff. Cool. Everybody in this scenario is a winner. So they said, are you interested? I said, yes. They said, fantastic. Fill in your details. And I said, sure. Halfway through filling in my details, because they were like... They were like, hey, what console, what console do you want to play? And I was like, I'll play on the PlayStation 5, please. And they were like, sure. I'm like, hey, what, what other consoles have you got? I was like, oh, I've got them all, apart from the, the new Xbox. I've got them all. They were like, cool. Um, they are like, did you play this game? I said, yes, I played that game. They're like, have you played this game? I was like, yes. They're like, this game that you played, that we know that you played, how much did you enjoy it? I was like, I enjoyed it a lot. They said, cool. And then they said, give us your information. And I said, sure. So they said, what's your name? I said, my name is this. They said, what's your email address? I said, my email address is this. Now, at this point in time, this is nothing that they didn't already know. They knew my name. And they had my email address, because guess what? That's how they contacted me. They then went on. Uh, They started asking more questions. More identifying questions. And it was at that point that I went... If this was one of those situations where you were just trying to collect my data so that you could then make a nice little package of my data with all of my identifying markers to bundle up into a nice pretty package with a bow on to then sell to every company under the sun... This was potentially how you would go about it. But hey, you told me that you're prepared to pay me in free stuff to do something for you. And I I believe you. I trust you. Because you're a massive corporation. And you wouldn't screw me over to get free money off the back of my good name, would you? So I clicked the send button, and then it was like it was like pressing a stopwatch. So I pressed the send button, and I went, "Hmm." 
Wonder what the chances are her back from them are. You know the phrase, if something seems too good to be true, it probably is. Those questions they asked me part way through filling that form in. Why did they need those? Some of the questions they asked me, they had absolutely no need for. Ah, crap on a cracker, I've been scanned. Um, the deadline for the the thing that they wanted me to do for them was uh, last Friday. Can you guess which company I didn't hear from by last Friday? I was like, you absolute moron. Just can you walk and talk? Because quite frankly, I am starting to question your ability to breathe without unaided. You know, that whole thing where you breathe without thinking about it. Thinking about breathing now, aren't you? Um, I was just like, when, when will you learn, you stupid man? Um... So yes, I never heard anything from big multinational corporation. I'm sure they made a, a nice tidy penny off all of the information I gave them. I feel very much like I should contact them and actually say, uh, please can you uh, remove any data of mine that you have? I don't give you permission to do anything with it. And I'm sure they'll come back and go, you clicked the button to say we could do whatever we want with your data, so... No. Irony was, I went back. I went back to their portal, like a portally website thing, and there was a list of stuff you could sign up to do. Um. So yeah, I just signed up for it all. I was like, yeah, might as well, might as well sign up for all of it. So yeah. Good times. I had a right old day yesterday. Being a um, a jet set and go getter, uh, like I am, um, I find the, the the one thing that goes out the window is the little jobs. Little jobs go out the window. Little jobs like you know when you're like, I need to cut my nails. You know, and you're like, I'll do it in a minute. And then you're like, that minute is, turns into 10, turns into an hour, turns into a day. Little jobs are the jobs that you just make a list of. And ultimately, one day, one day, you'll get around to doing all the little jobs you've got on your list. Well, yesterday was apparently that day. I had what is known in the business as free time, legitimate free time in the middle of the day. Now, if you've got free time in the middle of the day, putting the PlayStation on is a trick. It's a trap. It's the fastest, surefire way to get you bounced. Either, you know, out the house or against a wall. 
So it's a trick and it's a trap and you shouldn't fall for it. Don't ever fall for that. What you're supposed to do is all of the jobs that you don't get the opportunity to do. So, I was like, I have legitimate free time. So, it's time. Let's do this. Um, So, I cut the grass. Twice. Two times. Tommy, two times. Cut the grass twice. Clean the lawnmower. Put all the uh, lawn clippings in the green bin. Did two lots of washing up. Not one, two lots of washing up, wash and dried the first set. Uh, made the tea, made the lunch, made my lunch for today. Uh, there were two things I needed for lunch today, I made both of them, and I made last night's tea. There was something else. There was something else on the list. Bearing in mind, I had an hour. So I don't think I was doing that. There was something else. I, I, am, I, am, I am concerned about my memory these days. Really do think there's something uh, not quite right with the old noodle at the moment. Um, let's just say there was something else. The level of satisfaction. Each one of those jobs in itself... Is a super satisfying job. If I could have cleaned a car in that time frame as well, my word, my, I was going to say my manliness. I'm not sure, but, but I'm, I'm struggling to think what it would be. My, no, I'm stuck with manliness. And I don't think that's right. I don't think that counts. And it sounds rather sexist, if I'm honest. Um, yeah, I got a lot of jobs, a lot of jobs done. Ticks a lot of boxes, ticks a lot of things off my list of small jobs that needed doing. And one day I'll get round to them. And that day was yesterday. Now then, let's go back to something from the beginning. From the beginning was, hey, why the hell are you recording a podcast at twenty-five to eleven? Well, I'm not, because it's now twenty past eleven. So there. I have been out this evening. That's right. And although it's August, I was out having a birthday treat. Mm. I got a gift for my birthday that was uh, for this evening, which was a trip to the cinema. Not to see a film, though. No, no, no. To see some live music. Live streamed music indeed. Um, I got a ticket for the second night of the Metallica cinema live stream thing. Um, seven o'clock kickoff. So you know what that means. This guy rocks up at seven. And then sits for half an hour. One of those situations. Obviously, I didn't want to be, I didn't want to be late, and I didn't want to miss anything, and that meant that I was there at seven. In hindsight, should have known it wasn't going to start at seven. Anyway, um, 
Another one of those things. Not the first time that I've been seeing Metallica in the cinema. Um, not even the second time I've been seeing Metallica in the cinema. So, it was a gift. It was a very generous gift. Um, and off we went. And by we, I mean me, because I went on my own. I was then made fun of by a stranger. Because I was on my own. Because I had that thing where I got to my seat and went, oh, for flippity doodah's sake. There is not one, but two people where my seat should be. And one of the two people looked at me and went, are we in your seats? I went, yeah. Ah. Uh, they were very good. They were very polite about it. It was one of those situations where they were like, oh, we felt sure we were in the right seat. We'll have to double check. Now, at this point in time, I'm holding my phone with my seat number looking at my seat, which has somebody sitting in it. Now, that's that. They move. I sit down, essentially next to these two people. So, the, this person gets their phone, looks at their phone and says, uh, I'm sure we had those seats. So I've got my phone ready to challenge their thinking. And I'm staring at the thing, I'm staring at the ticket, I'm staring at the seat, I'm staring at the floor with the letter on. I'm like, this is definitely my seat. And then came the inevitable no, got, we, we've got the right seat. I'm like, oh, here we go. So I'm about to turn to this person and say, would you like me to show you my ticket? It shows that I have this seat. And they said, it's um, F, 11 and 12. And I went, this is row E. Oh, oh we're on the wrong row. Oh. Sorry. And off they toddled off to their, their row and their seats. And then half an hour later, the uh, the things I did, there was little bits of video here and there and stuff about um, the charity work that, that they do. And then there was like a little intro thing. And that was that. And... Let me put it like this. Metallica, my favourite band, have been for 30 plus years. Um, if I if I lift, oh, ow. If I lift this leg, I can see my, my, my tattoo. Um, you know, diehard fan. You know, all of the things you could possibly say. Every now and then, I need reminding about it, though. I need reminding that my, they're my favourite band. And why it is that they're my favourite band? That might seem strange. But for over 30 years, I've been there. I've been through it. been through the highs. And unfortunately, the lows. And there have been many. 
more recently, I've had I've I've had a bit of a um, sabbatical. Somebody used the word sabbatical today. I was like, such a great word. Um, I've had a I've had a, a sabbatical from Metallica. Then they released another album. So you know, um, in, in in the Godfather sense, just when you think you're out there, pull you back in. I think I used that last week on the podcast. Um. So there was an album, and it was a very, a very mixed bag of an album. Um, didn't didn't overly do all that much for the way I was I was feeling about them as a band, towards them as a band, and and it's nothing. Weirdly, it's nothing to do with them as a band. Uh, it's to do with other things. So off I toddle to to see this. Like I say, not the first time, might not be the last time, and that was that. So, I'm there, I'm like, okay, you know, let's get on with it at this point, because you're starting to do my tree in here. Um, and then it started, and I spent two hours sitting and watching Metallica on the big screen, reminding me wholeheartedly why they are my favourite band. Um... Show was phenomenal. The effects, the lighting, the, the the video display things, pyrotechnics, all of it, fantastic. Couple of a couple of things I will say is this: one, I do feel that they're starting to show their age. Um, they do about two songs at a time, and then have a mini break. And then they'll do another couple of songs, and then a mini break. They use they use the video screens and the special effect type of stuff that they have available to essentially have a break. Um, when I last saw uh, saw the Prodigy live, I noticed it with them. Uh, there was there was almost never a point when all of them were on the stage at the same time. It was very much a system of. This guy needs a break, so you guys do this. Now these guys need a break, so you do that. It was that sort of system. And you could see that um, coming through. Um, coming through in this. A lot, lot of breaks. Um, obviously, they hide it reasonably well. Um it was it was in Texas, which I am aware that Texas is is having record temperatures, so that's probably another reason for it. Um, so yeah, um, one of those things. So it's two night performance. I saw the second night. This was this was my other thing, and they said. Absolutely no repeats. Now I was a bit like, I'm going to the second night, and if I'm honest, I imagine the majority of the good stuff will be in the first night. But here's the thing: I'm like, you can't tell me that there are certain songs that you can get away with not playing. For example, there's absolutely no way you're not playing Enter Sandman as your final song. Both nights. You can't tell me it's possible. Um, luckily for for the, for what I saw, and Sam Mum was last song, 
that was that. I did wonder if they'd maybe fire off another one. Um, but there was points where they were playing stuff and I was like, you're telling me that you didn't play this on the other night? And if so, what did you substitute it with? To be fair, they didn't do nothing else matters. Maybe that was the substitute. Um, they did some absolute corkers. Like, pulling some right ones out of the bag. Whiskey in the Jar. Uh, they did one of the songs from s and I think it was Four Leaf Clover. Uh, which I was like, wow. That's a, that's a proper pull, is that? Um, it was fantastic. It was phenomenal. It was a really good time. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed myself. Again, it reinvigorated, re- reminded me why they are my favourite. Um, which, like I say, at times must must seem straight up. Why do you need a reminder that they're your favourite? It just is what it is. So, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, that was that. Um, as far as entertainment is concerned, no TV. Um, I don't know what to tell you on that point. Um... I've been I've been recommended something to watch, but it's something that I've been avoiding. So, honestly, don't know how that would go. I've been avoiding it for a very specific reason. Um, outside of that, movies watched a new film. I know, strange, right? Bearing in mind, I've been watching a lot of older films, not old films, not like you know classics. I mean, like films I've seen before that I haven't spoken about. I'm, I'm trying. Really trying, people. But, did watch a new film. Um, we watched Ant-Man Quantumania. Quantumanium. I'm going to have to look it up now because, honestly, I, I can't. I can't tell you what it's called. Let me have a look. Two ticks. Ant Man. It's Ant Man and the Wasp. Quantum Mania. Ant Man and the Wasp. Quantum Mania. There we go. That is the film that I watched. So, I hear what you're saying. So, what do you think? I didn't think it was very good. Um, <clears throat> no real surprises there, I don't think. Um, I'm, I'm, I mean, from the reviews of basically all Marvel films up to Guardians Three, which I'm still yet to see, um, the 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 general consensus is that they're just not they're just not good films anymore. Um, which in a lot of ways, feel feels and seems strange and almost impossible. You know, it's just a, a cash cow. It's a money maker, and I'm aware that this film has made a buttload of money. So, in a lot of ways, success. Um, a few things. One, uh, I've said for many years, the true death of anything in Hollywood, whether it's a film. A TV show, anything like that. There are multiple TV shows I have stopped watching dead for this reason. 
If you are in the writer's room and you utter the phrase, it practically writes itself, then it's wrong. Honestly, it was filled with so many cliches. Uh, Let me give you a little taste. A character goes up to another character, a a character that has just been introduced. And this other character is super aggressive and they're like, oh no, you know, is this going to be a fight? Is this going to be a problem? Oh my God, what could it possibly be? And then it turned out that those two characters were really good friends. And ah, how have you been? Ah, it's been ages, big hugs. Ah, because we've never seen that before in a movie. Or a TV show. We've never seen that done before. We should definitely see it in a film nowadays. Because it's never been done before. That is just a taste. Of the things. That were in this film. So there's that. One of the things I said. Very early on. Was. Do we suppose that it's going to look terrible. All the way through the film. Because if so, why the hell did we bother? Honestly, some of the CG, some of the special effects, some of the way that film looks, truly awful. It's like they've taken a massive step backwards as far as CG is concerned and green screen and stuff. I watched a video recently that was talking about why things look bad from a CG perspective. It was real eye-opener. It was like time and money. And you know if you want this. You've got to give it those two things. You've got to give it the time and the money. And if you don't. It's just going to look bad. But obviously from a Hollywood perspective. There's a lot of corner cutting. And a lot of cost saving. Which ultimately just leads to a bad product. Um... There were there were some real standout moments in this film where it looked awful. Which feels really weird saying about a film nowadays, especially one of these types of films. Uh I don't know if it was rushed, I don't know if they had a felt they felt a need to get it out. I know obviously Marvel have been taking a real shoe in recently. Um so maybe it was to do with that. Um This is a small spoiler. If you've not seen the film and you intend to watch it, you may want to skip past what I'm about to say. Going to be brief, going to be quick. I'll try and make it as quick and painless as possible. Um, Bill Murray's in it. And the only thing I could think was, which animal did they have to sacrifice to which god to get Bill Murray in this film? Because man, for a man who has been, you know quite notoriously outspoken about his just borderline hatred for anything you know filmmaking type thing it felt really weird him just turning up in a marvel movie i was like really that's what we're doing um the shortest version is i just don't think it was a very good film um, a couple of real, real fun points being looking at like two of the characters and going, why does 
the supposed daughter look older than the supposed mother. Is it Evangeline Lily? Is that her name? Looked older than Michelle Pfeiffer. Obviously, Michelle Pfeiffer's had, how do we say it politely, a lot of work done. Um, I don't know if if, if Evangeline Lilly has had work done as well, but there were points where I was like, man, it is super noticeable that she just looks older than the person playing her mother. That's off-putting, to say the least. Um, as with pretty much everything that's come since, I mean, I you know, I want to say everything that's come since Endgame. It's not anything that everything that's come since Endgame. It's everything that's come since Infinity War. Um, pretty much with everything that's come since Infinity War, they're just not really good films. They're just not good. And, you know, every time they release one, we're promised. I'm pretty sure the next one they've got coming out, they've actually promised that it's going to be good. That, that's that's their selling point for this, this next film. We promise it's going to be good. That's interesting because the trailers look terrible. Um, honestly, the fact that I get these films pop up X amount of time down the line on Disney Plus I am super grateful for because it means I don't have to pay to go to the cinema to see them because I just wouldn't they don't look good, the trailers don't look good the films themselves aren't good Uh, we've got I think we've got Guardians 3 to watch next which is getting better reviews than any of the more recent ones so that's at least hopeful but yeah, just not good, I'm afraid. Uh, finally, computer games. I have been well and truly um, just just buried in the world of Skyrim. Um, it, it's it's taking over a little bit. Uh, there are, there have been points in time where I'm like, do I need do I need to go to work today? Can I just play Skyrim? Um, you know, that's a dangerous dangerous path to go down. Again. Um, I'm not going to tell you the ins and outs. I will say this. Something that happened to me when I played this game previously, which was a complete... like It was like a game-ending thing. Happened to me again, and I didn't realise because it's been a little while since I played it. Obviously, I played it originally, which I think is something like 10, 12 years ago or something. Um, a lot of the characters in the game kept saying to me, Oh, you don't look well. Oh, you look a bit peaky. Oh, don't make me sick. And I'm like, What the hell's going on here? And then I fast travelled somewhere at one point, and when I appeared where I was going to, it was during the day. And I took damage. And I was like, why have I taken damage? Nothing attacked me. That's very strange. Uh, and another point, point later, I fast travelled somewhere. And it was during the day. And when I appeared somewhere, I took damage. And a message came up on the screen. And it said, due to your vampire blood, 
you are damaged by sunlight. And I went, shit. Because I have been a vampire in Skyrim before, and it is practically game ending unless you play it in a particular way. And I haven't got the time, the energy, or anything to play it the way it's supposed to be played. I spent the next 90 minutes looking for a cure for vampirism. What had happened was the vampirism had gone too far to just cure it. So then there's like a handful of ways you can go about doing it. Everywhere I went, every single person I went to see (coughs) was either dead, which I thought was interesting, uh, died in a house fire, um, or was just like, I'm absolutely not going to help you because you're a vampire. I'm like, shit. So, we then had to play the game of, when was I last not a vampire? So I started going back through my save. So I'd load previous save, check the status. Okay, uh, I'm a vampire. Cool. Load the save before that. Check the status. Crap. I'm a vampire. Yeah. I had to go back a day. I don't mean a game day. I mean a real life, not in computer game, day. I was on the 18th and I had to go back to the 16th. And I went... What I then decided to do was something completely different to what I'd been doing. Because I was like, well, presumably at some point in time, I have absolutely no idea when I contracted vampirism. So I went off to do a load of different missions, got my level back up to where it was, and went about my merry way. And then last night I was like, oh, I'm going to go and do some of those missions that I was doing. Uh, one of the missions that I was doing was collecting a book. And when I went to collect the book from uh, like a cave, when I went in there, it was full of vampires. And I went, oh yeah, I came here to get that book and fought these vampires. Guess that's where I got vampirism from. <coughs> <coughs> Second time I made sure to keep my distance, kill the vampires, get the book. Leave and immediately go and cure all diseases to make sure I didn't end up with vampirism. Touch wood. Up to this point, I still have not contracted vampirism. I hope. So there we go. Fun in the world of Skyrim. Um, That is the podcast for the week. Uh, Might have been a little higgledy-piggledy. It is now quarter to twelve. So, you know, what can I say? Other than it's bedtime. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Big thanks. Big love. I'll catch you next time. So there we go. What do you think of that? Another one gone. Another podcast in the bag. Another week gone. However you want to slice it. One more podcast. Big thank you for watching, listening, being here, being a part of this. Uh, I can't do it without you. So if you could uh, do a little bit more by clicking the like, share, click the subscribe button if you haven't already. Uh, Check out the website, it's thecookiecast.com. We've got social media links there and an email button. That way you can get in touch with us. Um, 
yeah, I think that's it. I think that's all the housekeeping done, as they say. That's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to this awesome cookie cast.